You're listening to Sequoia Soul, where ambitious, passionate women can discover their worth and full potential. We'll talk about budgeting and how to dream bigger than our paychecks. We'll address mom life and pain points head on. I give you full permission to step into your full authority as a woman and a leader in order to shape generations and speak life into situations. The world tried to bury us, but it didn't realize we were sequoias. Welcome back to, I guess we can consider this our season premiere of season two. And I just am really glad and excited to be back, especially because I am talking to you in March 2020. It's the new year. It's the new you. It's the new me. We've got dreams. We've got goals. But you know what? I have realized over the last few months, because we're in March, um, that a lot of times we tend to forget about the dreams that we had just a few months ago. And that can be really telling as to how we are in our everyday life. Because if we are constantly uh, forgetting the dreams that we have long term, then what are we doing in our day-to-day lives? Are there dreams, little goals, little plans that you have that you put on the shelf in, you know, a week or a month, just your day-to-day life? You've put it away because you simply don't have the resources. Maybe you just don't know how to get to the to that point. You don't have the time. You feel too busy and just overwhelmed with the things that you already have on your plate that you can't figure out how to get to where you want to be. And sometimes when that happens, a lot of times actually, whenever we have something that we want, it's just, it stays a dream. It stays like (laughs) this unattainable, you know, mystical thing because we haven't sat down to actually visualize, to actually put it down on paper, to make a vision board and have it on our wall so we can see it every day. We haven't mapped anything out. We do not have a blueprint for the things that we want in life because we keep making the excuse that we are too busy to do it. A lot of times I'll be uh, talking to moms. I'll be talking to women who they need help with their budget. And I, I mentor women. And the first place that I start is the budget because I know how demanding, uh, the concept of money is. I know that funds and finances and all the things you have going on in your life because your kids need this and that, because you know, you gotta keep a a roof over your head. You have to put food on the table. But what a lot of moms don't realize is that all of these dream, these dying dreams, I should say, um, these forgotten dreams are actually forgotten in the first place because of lack of finance or better yet, it's a lack of understanding of the finances and the financial situation that you're in. So you actually might think that you are digging, you've dug yourself such a deep hole, such a deep, dark hole financially that you cannot get out of it. But the truth usually is that 
once you step into it and you put pen to paper and you write out all of the bills that you have, all of these expenses, variable expenses, fixed expenses, all of what is coming in and going out of your bank account, you get a clearer picture of what is happening. And so many times moms will find an extra hundred to $500. Where is it going? Well, that's what I want to help you understand is a lot of times we do not have a plan for our finances and that trickles into other areas of our life. Whenever we don't have a plan for our finances, we are effectively cutting off any solution to our issue. Whenever we don't have a clear picture of our finances, we don't have a plan for every dollar, then how can we expect to take those dreams that we have for our family, for our mom life, for our marriage, for our careers? Maybe you want to just take up some hobbies, but you can't do it because you never have enough money or you feel guilty for putting any extra money into your happiness, your joy, your up-leveling, whether it's mentally, spiritually, emotionally, whether you want to just, you love learning and you want to just participate in some self-education. A lot of times we can't do that or we believe we can't do it because we do not have a clear picture of our finances. And so it's very vital to start there. You have dreams, you have aspirations, you're an ambitious woman. You want to get somewhere and you, you, it, it aches in your heart. I have been there. I promise you, I know what this is like. It's, it's an aching feeling whenever you want something so bad, but you have no idea how in the world you're going to get there. And you don't even know the first step. So it's kind of like, I give this analogy, it's like whenever you need to clean your house and you have no idea where to start. Right now, my house is a complete disaster. It usually happens, uh, it could happen in a day, right? So we're, it's clean one day and it's just a disaster the next. It happens, but you don't, you get to a place where you just don't know where to start because it's so overwhelming, and so what you tend to do is you either, uh, you either let it control your emotions, you let it get to you in such a way that you become irritable and you are unable to enjoy your present situation. You're unable to enjoy your present life with your family or what you have going on. You're not enjoying it because there are these things that, uh, get to you and, you just don't know where to start. And so my advice and what I have learned and what I've been told is that you just need to start with the dishes. You start with the dishes and then things roll from there. You just, it like clicks. All you have to do is take that first step. And that first step is the momentum that you need to tackle that task. And then whenever that task is complete, you have enough energy, momentum, drive, motivation to keep going most of the time. And there's going to be hiccups along the way. 
uh, you might want to sit down in your, on your couch whenever you're cleaning your living room, but you don't do it. You just keep on going. And so that's exactly how finances are. It's like this big old project and you see this mess and it's eating away at you and it's causing emotional, psychological, uh, mental, even physical harm, distress. Maybe it's the number one thing that you and your husband fight about. So you ask me, Jess, where do I start? I have all of these dreams and I want to do this, these things with my family. And I know that, you know, it's just been a dream of mine to see this, this, and this happen. Where do I start? And I would say you start with your finances. It has to be there because whenever you address your finances, you start to unpack all of these pain points that caused you to make these crazy decisions with your money in the first place. Maybe some of you guys, you guys had a hardship and you couldn't actually, like you didn't really have a choice. Your hands were tied and the only thing you could do was turn to credit cards. I have been there where we almost lost our house. My husband, he lost his job the same day we bought a house or sorry, the same week we bought the house. That was such a tremendous turn of events because it led to five, six years of, of a financial hardship. That's why I'm able to talk to you right now and kind of map this out for you. You know, uh, Your testimony, the things you're going through right now is a testimony that will allow you to help someone else in need. And that's exactly what I plan to do. So whenever we are starting with our budget, you know, we're doing an inventory. You take in, you you write down everything that you're taking in and everything that's coming out. You sit there, you write it all out. What are all your bills? What are all your bills. What are all your expenses? Take a look at your bank statement. That's going to tell a lot, but you need to write it out because you need to see it. You need to be writing it out so that you can feel it. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be a slap in the face, but I promise you that first step is all it takes for little bits of weight to be lifted off of your shoulders that did not need to be there in the first place. Yes, we take responsibility absolutely for any decisions that we make. And that includes our finances absolutely, but you need to give yourself some grace because you are learning from this experience and you are a human being, you are a mother, you're a wife, you're a woman of God, and you need to start acting like it because there is no way that you will look at your child and you would scold them, point your finger at them and hold this weight over them forever or however long you've been doing it. Simply because they made a mistake that they didn't realize they were doing at the time. So you need to take a step back and look at yourself like that. You need to give yourself grace and mercy. Okay, that's where we're starting. And as you unpack your financial journey, as you unpack this situation that you're in, you write everything out and you're seeing it on the table. 
you you see it in your notebook and it's just it's messy. But you know what? For the first time, you see it. You actually see it on paper. It's it's become uh it's it's gone from your mind and your what ifs and I think this is happening and this and that to an actual thing. It's it's physical. It's right there in front of you and it's a reality now. There are no what ifs because you're looking right at it, girlfriend. <laughs> so as you unpack this, you're getting from pain point to pain point. It's real. It's it is personal. This financial situation, your finances, your budget is so incredibly personal, but yet it's customizable. There is no one size fit, fits all. But the steps that you take to get there, that is what is simple. Like the whole thing is is not that big of a deal. Like it's once you have it mapped out, it's like, oh, okay, like this is this is really what's going on, and I blew it way out of proportion, or it's exactly what I thought, uh, but now I'm at ease because I have a plan and I know exactly where I'm going to be in one year from now. You know, so as you unpack all of these things, you are going to be able to feel this release of of bad energy and negative feelings and thoughts about yourself. It's going to start breaking. There are things that you have to step into. You have to do. You can't just wait around for someone else to do it all the time. You have to take action. You have to take responsibility and accountability. And that is so empowering. Sis, like I can't overstate that enough. Soul sister, you need to hear me. Okay, because the things that you want are on the other side. The things, the dreams, the, amb- the ambitious person that you know is in there, but you stuffed away into the back of the closet because you had to get stuff done because you were on in survival mode. That person is waiting to be birthed again on the other side of your current financial situation because once you tackle that, once you tackle it, You will be able to dream bigger than your paychecks. I want you to get this. I need you to understand that whenever we have a financial situation that feels so heavy, we don't think we're ever going to get out of it, that people are telling us that it's going to take 30 or 50 or longer years In order for us to pay some debt off or in order for us to do this or that, that is insane. And that is where we stop. We stop letting the enemy speak into us and we start transforming and shifting and changing the atmosphere around our situation because we have authority. We have that authority. The Lord has given us that authority to take the situation that we are in and speak life into it. And it starts, it starts with believing that you are forgivable with forgiving yourself, with believing that you are worth what the Lord has assigned you to do. And you cannot do any of those things whenever you are just dampened down by debt by bad decisions, by habits, financial habits that are just looming over and you feel like you just can't break them. 
Because every time something happens in your life outside of finances, you know what you do? You go into those finances and you start redoing all of those bad habits. You start planting those habitual seeds of buying things because you're feeling some sort of missing piece. You're feeling a hole that can only be solved by the Lord. And I know that, you know, it might be easier said than done. I'm sitting here and you're listening. You're listening to me talk about this. And maybe you're like, yeah, Jess is right. You know, all this is good. And it, and I know it and it applies to me, but still it's like way bigger than me. It's bigger than me. And you're right. It is bigger than you. We're not supposed to do anything alone. Do you understand me? You're trying to do too much and it's causing you to be stuck in the place that you are at and you don't even like the place that you're at. And you know what we tend to do? We tend to defend the place that we're at because we would rather do that than face it head on. So we start defending, you know, my situation, my bad habits, my spending habits, my debt, all of these things we're defending because we don't want to face the fact that we can actually change it once we decide to do something about it. Because it's easier to believe, to trick ourselves. We're really good at manipulating ourselves. We're smart. We're smart people. And we want to try to uh, avoid any sort of pain. So in order to avoid such pain and, you know, facts or whatever, like facing ourselves, in order to avoid doing that, what we do is we say there's nothing we can do about it. But that keeps us stuck. And then we're in a cycle of self-pity, victimization, and a lot of times self-hatred. I tend to believe that I am unworthy when I believe that I can't do anything about it. And then from there, I start to think, well, I'm not good enough. Nobody wants to be around me. I, you know, I can't afford anything anyway. And this whole mentality just starts to like manifest in my life and in my relationships and things can get out of control, but it all starts with, with, um, a blueprint and a a plan for your life, a plan for your finances. I'm not saying that every bad thing or every hardship that you face is going to be solved if you, you know, control your finances But I can tell you it's going to help tremendously because a lot of times the things that we argue about, the things that are, you know, bothering us day to day are debts and expenses and this and that. It all has to do with money. So I'm here to tell you that whenever you face it and you have a plan and you take that first step, you have to do in order to overcome. We never overcome anything by just sitting down and doing nothing. You can't do it. You have to stand up. You have to speak life. You have to tell those, you know, thoughts to go back to hell. You tell it. 
all of those negative things, all of those bad burdensome things to go back to the pit of hell where it belongs because you are a child of God and you need to start acting like it. Step into your authority, step into your position as a mother, as a leader, as a woman. You have the unique ability to transform your household, your church, your community. Think about it. People look up to you. You need to start pouring life into people. And a lot of times we can't do that when we are burdened down by debt. When we're burdened and so overcome and overwhelmed by our finances. I want you to thrive. I want you to to thrive and flourish in every aspect of your life. And so Sequoia Soul is this new branding, this new name of this podcast. And I thank you so much for, for being here and for listening to me, you know, rant on about all of this, but it's so, it's, it's a, such a passion of mine because I want to see you succeed. I truly want to take you from a place of poverty mentality, a lack mentality, and I want to see you in your passion not just dreaming about it. I want to see you actually step into it and start living it because it's in those precious moments where you can pour into other people, where you can look back and say, wow, I overcome so much. I have a testimony. I can go and help change those people, whatever area it is. I, I want you to know that you have absolutely full permission to take back your authority, to tell the lies and fear to go to the pit of hell. You have all of this power from the Lord. Be empowered by the Lord and go out and do. Make a difference in your household right now by having a blueprint. By having everything out in front of you and saying, all right, I got this. That's where I want to see you start. So there are dreams, there are hidden things in your heart, desires, things that you want to see accomplished this month, this year. Start by addressing your finances. And you do that by creating a budget. And you do that by understanding the income that you have and everything that you're paying. What is left over? What is that leftover money going towards? After food, after gas, after, you know, anything else that you have to do, where is that money going towards? Do you have an extra hundred to five hundred dollars? that go towards eating out when it could be cut in half, when you can manage it and take those funds and put it towards a, uh, allow it to be a solution to a problem that's been eating at you. Those are the things that you need to do first. Okay. So we are going to be talking more about this stuff later on in so many episodes to come. This is just the beginning of of this whole new direction, this whole new thing. We're going to be talking about so much. 
we have guests that are going to be coming on. So we're going to do a lot of interviews. We're going to have series, um, series episodes that we're going to do. It's going to be a lot of fun. So yeah, make sure you stay tuned and thanks for, for listening. (laughs) 